and there we are live. Hello, today I'm talking with Dean. She's a fellow coach and um, does a lot of interesting things. And I again forgot to introduce myself. I'm Diana, I'm an insight coach, and these days also a positive intelligence coach. And yeah, we're just gonna have a conversation about coaching. Will you introduce yourself a little? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm Dee. Um, I am a mindset coach for mums. Uh, I am based in Sydney in Australia. So it's getting on in the evening here. Um, and I'm from New Zealand originally. So, but I've lived in Australia for about 20 years. But I, I, I need to make the distinction between being an Aussie and a Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've been coaching for about 18 months now. Um, and mums are my jam. I think, you know, I'm a mum myself. And um, I went through a bit of a stage of, well, with my first child, I was working full time when he was when he was one. So we get 12 months maternity leave here. It's not it's not nice. paid, but I'm getting months off um when he was 11 months old I went back to work and I went back to work full time and um then about three and a half years later I had my second child and I decided that full time was not going to work with two because my oldest one was about to start school uh so um I had the 12 months off again with my second one and went back to work part time and lasted at that for about two and a half years and then decided that everything was just not really not really working for me um mm -hmm. and so I actually decided to stop working altogether which was a tough decision because I absolutely yep. loved yep. I loved my job like I loved I had kind of found uh, a role that really vibed with me Mm -hmm. uh, I was working for a travel company. I'd worked for this travel company for about 17 years and I had moved into a training and development role. So I was looking after brand new staff members that came into the company. And um, I just loved the, the training and the nurturing. And I did, oh, look, I, I call it more mentoring. There were mm -hmm. coaching elements to it, but um after having studied coaching and what I know about coaching now, I was in more of a mentor yeah. role um, mm -hmm. in that in that job, and I loved it. So I went once I finished working completely and sort of made that decision. I went through a big time of transition and mm -hmm. um, struggled. I struggled a lot. I think I was older, having kids as well. I was sort of in my mid to late thirties, so yeah. I had had a you know fantastic career, which I loved doing. And um, I struggled with feeling like I wasn't really good at the job of being a mum mm -hmm. and I wanted more than that. Yeah. And um, so I did a lot of soul searching and, and looked at, you know, what my strengths were, what I loved doing, which I kind of knew. I already knew what I loved doing from my previous role. Yeah. And um, I had studied or I had been studying counselling at some point anyway and kind of put that on hold with the kids yeah. and decided counselling wasn't kind of the direction I wanted to go in. I wanted to be a lot more forward focused as opposed to dealing with the past. Yeah. And, um, and I knew about coaching. I knew we'd sort of had training on aspects of it uh, in my previous role. 
And I decided that being a full-time mum wasn't going to be my jam um, and decided to study to become a coach. And it was great. I, like, it's hands down the best thing that I ever did. I absolutely loved the study. And while I was studying, I, I just kept going, this isn't it. Like, this is it. This is my thing. <laughs> um, so at the end of it, I decided, because I had thought about maybe going to business coaching a little bit, because I had a sales background, mm -hmm. retail training background, but um, I wanted to help women like me. And I think that tends to be kind of where you're drawn to. You have a yeah. soft spot for people who were in a position that you were in. Yeah. Um, and I knew how I had felt kind of going through that time. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I could help mums who had been in that space as yeah. well. So that's what I do now and i love it it's that's good it's awesome yeah. yeah it's quite it's quite interesting because i did a similar journey so i after my first child i started working part-time kept doing that after the second but after the third i had this thing this is not working there's so much that i need to do i just didn't have the time to continue doing it and before the first i was working full time. So it's, it's just as you see a lot of mothers do that it's one of those things yeah. that life seems to throw at us <laughs> Yes. And I think, you know, I think inside, when you're sort of in the midst of motherhood, my kids are a bit older now, I've got a 10 year old and a seven year old. So they're, you know, they're at school, mm -hmm. um, when we're not in lockdown and homeschooling. Um, but they're at they're at school. And so, you know, you get, you sort of have time to reflect on yeah. um, spaces you're in. And I think when your kids are small, and you're kind of going through that baby stage. And I mean, that's just a, like a haze because you're sleep deprived and no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then you move into the toddler stage and it's, there's a lot of development and movement. And it's like, yeah. it's almost like if you looked at it like a job role, it's like you've been given a new job. Yeah. Have not been given any training or induction into this new role. Yeah. And then the job description keeps changing every few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes daily. <laughs> and you've got no idea what's going on. Yeah. And I think for a lot of women, because, you know, there's this undercurrent that we don't realise because we don't have the opportunity to actually step back and have a look. But it's, it's almost like your self-confidence is slowly being chipped away and um, your self-esteem is slowly being chipped away at. And, you know, just these little things are happening underneath. Yeah. And then the women that I work with are at the stage where their kids are getting close to being at school. Like the youngest one is, is mm -hmm. maybe a year or two years away from starting school. And they have time to sort of come up for ear and have a bit of a look around yeah. and they just go I don't know what to do like I don't know what I don't know what I do now like mm -hmm. I don't know do I go back to my career but I've been out of it for a while and yeah. um it's like all these you know this kind of lack of self-confidence lack of self-belief when you've been in the midst of looking after babies and toddlers and had no idea what you're doing it's kind of like that takes its toll on you yeah. yeah, you're kind of owned by the kids instead of that you own your own body for a while. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, some of the women that I work with, it's really interesting to see when they start, especially when we first start working together and they start talking and they don't hear the way they speak about themselves. Yeah. 
uh, and you know, I asked them what they did before they have kids, and and they sort of talk about this life that seems like it was so long ago, and it's a life that isn't something that they can even get parts of it back. No, it's hard. And I think that's why they feel so lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that with with friends. Yeah, that they they end up having this thing. Yeah, I want to do something, but what am I going to do? And how am I going to do it? How am I going to fit it in with school and clubs and everything? So some end up working from home. Others end up working part-time. And then quite a few I've actually seen that they end up working in the school system because that kind of is easy to fit in then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, you know, that's, it's that sort of transition period uh, mm-hmm. to, you know, get to know yourself, who you are now. Yeah. Uh, and I think also coming to the, to terms with the fact that it's okay to not be who you were before because that was you know that was a stage in your life like every other stage you had yeah and now you're in this phase of your life and so it's just a matter of getting to know who you are now and you yeah. know tapping back into what interests you and sort of I guess understanding that you as a person can run parallel to you as a mum you know mm-hmm. and you, can, yeah. you can go on that journey together yeah um yeah so it's great I love it when you know these sort of little light bulb moments start mm-hmm. to go on yeah and they are the best yeah get, they get excited you know yeah. um I had a client that I worked with who had had a failed online clothing business mm-hmm. um so that really knocked her confidence as well uh and she's like I just don't know what to do so mm-hmm. we looked at you know, all the different things that she was interested in. And she ended up studying uh, to become a sleep consultant for mums with newborn that babies cool. who didn't know how to get their babies to sleep. Uh, yeah. And now she runs a thriving business and she loves it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's so, it's great to see. I love seeing stories like that sort of come to life. Yeah. It's just, um, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's I've exciting. seen yeah, I've seen quite a few women do quite a few different things. It, what I also always find fascinating is that when we look back over the last 10 years, we see all the changes. But frequently when we look forward, we expect to stay exactly as we are, which won't happen. And that's you know, because we can't see the future, obviously we can't, but knowing that we keep changing every couple of years, actually every day kind of, that, it becomes more obvious when you look back a few years. Then we can know that we will definitely change and things will as in this too shall pass but it's um yes. yeah frequently we feel that yeah. we're stuck in that I absolutely that yeah. yeah it's um yeah I think it's really important to take the time to reflect and look back mm-hmm. it is yeah. um and I love you know there's quotes out there that I've seen and I can't remember it word for word but you know it's about um you know sort of have a look at where you are now and your past self would be so proud of how mm-hmm. far you've come because yeah. they, that past self never thought that you'd get to where you are now so Definitely. you know actually um giving yourself credit for how far you've come and, and what you've done yeah yeah that's something that I tend to try to go through with clients as well that they look back at what they've all achieved because frequently people have gone through quite a lot of stuff already and they can definitely be really proud of that they've made it this far. Some things are really well yeah. that they've gone through and then 
then thinking that the small things that they have ahead of them now they can't do but what they've done is like 20 20 30 times worse than what they're actually facing so, yeah made it this far you can make it a bit further <laughs> absolutely yep and it's just about um you know i think sometimes it's about pulling it back in and just doing that one step just yeah. looking at what's that next step and then, you know, I often use the, the analogy about, you know, like if you're running a flight of stairs, you could do your exercise, go to run the flight mm -hmm. of stairs. Like if you're at the bottom and you look at the top and you just think, oh my God, I'm going to run it. Those are like 60 stairs or whatever yeah. it is. But if you just like, if you just start, mm -hmm. you just yeah. start and you just look at one step at the time, you know, and that, that's your focus, you get to yeah. the top and you think, oh, that wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm. yeah, Probably around and do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I use that usually as well, because, you know, what we do, you know, like even driving somewhere, when you start driving, you know, I just get in my car first and then start the engine and then I roll further and further and further. But I'm not looking literally at the destination where I need to go because I'll get there eventually. It's just, you know, checking the traffic, making sure everything goes smooth. So, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, all of these things. You start here, and you just take one step at a time or whatever it is. Small things. Yeah. Small, small things. That's right. Don't, don't and I think sometimes. <laughs> no, that's right. And our kids are a good reflection of that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes when we feel like we can't do things or things are too much, and they think, well, look at what the kids are learning all the time. And, oh, yeah. You know, take for granted I mean even learning how to walk and I use this with my kids too when they thought things are really difficult I was like well you learned to walk like that's awesome yeah. you know if you I said if you didn't try mm -hmm. and you didn't you know I, I've got videos of one of my little ones and he's just like on his hands and knees just like rocking back and forwards and he knows he's supposed to go somewhere like he has this feeling that there should mm -hmm. be more to it than just this weird rocking um, and then eventually he actually learns to put a hand and then his knees and, you know, he starts crawling. Yeah. And so I think little examples just to pull us back to a bit of reality. Yeah. Yeah. I had that when my, uh, my granddaughter started walking, that was such a light bulb moment as in she falls over, she gets up again, she falls over, she gets up again, because I've had these moments where I thought I can't do this. This went wrong. So why would I even consider trying again? But when you see how learning to crawl and how learning to walk is constantly not thinking you're a failure or anything, just keep going, keep going, keep trying until you master it. And that's kind of how things work in life. Because when I started out in my career as a secretary, there was no way I was doing everything the way I was supposed to because you know, I'd just been to school and just learned it. But then later, by the time I left, I was actually really good at it. So that's with everything. Mm -hmm. Nothing, you can't be expert the moment you start it just doesn't work that way but it's it's what we frequently experience. no that's right and I don't think you'd be as you know as um successful as what you are if you didn't have the failures mm -hmm. because I think if you don't know what it's like to not be able to do something because you've got to work at it and you've kind of got to grow and learn and and test mm -hmm. things out and yeah. once you get to the the place where you're really comfortable it feels good and I think if you were good at things instant like straight away it, that kind of takes away from yeah the the greatness of what it is you've achieved yeah the journey is frequently just really interesting yeah you learn so much during that journey 
And I think life is like that because life is kind of a journey. And I feel that with, you know, things like personal development and coaching, it means that every day you go on that journey and it's a journey that just doesn't end. And I actually really like that because a while ago I had this thing of, yeah, but I want, I want to be at the end, but then what's the end? What's the destination? I actually didn't know what the destination would be. So then I got some peace with the idea of this is an ongoing journey and actually I really like it. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because sometimes the turns it takes is different to what you expected and mm -hmm. you discover whole new things. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that if I had have pushed on through with my job as much mm -hmm. as I, you know, I loved, I loved what I was doing. But if I had have kind of, because um, I had to weigh up, I had to decide, you know, mm -hmm. do I want to stop altogether and, and be a mum full time and give up the job I love? Or do yeah. I do I persist and kind of, you know, even I'm feeling pulled and I'm feeling like it's not working, but I want the both. So mm -hmm. do I push that and make it happen? Like if I'd done that, I wouldn't have ended up where I am and I know yeah. that yeah. I'm in the right place yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but obviously at the time I didn't know that this is where I was going to end up, but sometimes you've just got to take those that leap of faith and, and go with your gut. I think, you know, I think the world is so busy now mm -hmm. that we just forget to take time to stop and listen to our instincts and listen yeah. to our intuition. Yeah. And um, that's becoming, I think, quite a big focus now. You see, you know, I see a lot of people talking about just listening to your gut instinct. And yeah. we're learning more about how the gut and the emotions are actually all intertwined. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think in the health um we're learning more about how you know stress how that presents itself in the body and it's mm -hmm. all the holistic side is becoming more and more understood and it's um it's like we've evolved so much but we're now realizing that we've got to pull it back yes yeah. to sort of you know how we were before <laughs> simple yeah. simplicity because that's um that actually serves us really it well does. Yeah, it does indeed. Yeah, it's quite. I'm. I'm. I like learning about how how the brain works and how that then interacts with the body and how thoughts create feelings and that you don't have to take those thoughts serious and then the feelings will change and all these things. It just fascinates me. Totally fascinates me. Just sitting there, yes. having a thought pass by, because one of the um, the people that I read some stuff about wrote at some point make sure the front door is open so that the thought can come in but make sure the back door is also open so that it can go out again and I thought that's really a funny way of looking at it just let it pass by and watch it yeah it was nice yes <clears throat> yeah I think it's um you know coming from that place of just curiosity yeah and not having to take hold of everything like you say mm -hmm. just let it float, float on by make yeah. observations be curious and mm -hmm. then just it doesn't serve you just let it drift on yep. out and thank you and away you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> onwards <laughs> yeah I find those kind of things really nice to just learn about and then also more integrate it more into my being so that I because there were times where I would take every thought super serious no matter how grim they were but these days I just think interesting moving on that's it yeah and that's 
that's um that's a real skill to be able to do that I think it's you know it takes time I was thinking about something the other day um with my business mm -hmm. a deadline I'd set for something and um you know because we're in lockdown here we've been in lockdown for I don't know 14 weeks or something mm -hmm. uh and we've been homeschooling and you know everything's different yeah. and I suddenly realized and sometimes just you just you don't realize things until you realize something um and I realized that something to do with work was starting to sort of stress me out a little bit mm -hmm. and I was like who's put this deadline on you like you have you've put this deadline on yourself <laughs> like if it's not working you can change it yeah and I was like right I'm changing that yeah um, just take it up with the management <laughs> absolutely yes and you know once I realized and then I made the decision mm -hmm. and I actioned that decision I was like oh right and that actually you know, changed my whole attitude. And then the kids weren't as annoying as what they were before because I had made that switch. And, um, you know, I think I used to be worried when I was coaching that I needed to be a perfect coach. My life had to be perfect because I was coaching women who mm -hmm. had, you know, who were probably a year or so behind where I had been. Yeah. So I needed to be this role model. And I thought, but that's not life. Like life is always about, things come up you're always learning you're always growing mm -hmm. and you do need to catch yourself and go hey yeah just have a step back and have a look what's going on and if you're putting this pressure on yourself and I think as women we do it a lot and particularly when you become a mum because there's just so as soon as you get pregnant there's all this information comes at you and you know oh, yeah. really um meaningfully uh, people try to be helpful or give you suggestions but it's it's a barrage of stuff and you or you feel like yeah. you're not living up to it right from the very beginning it's also think, contradictory very often so you can't live up to it no matter how much you would want to no absolutely and you don't you don't even need to but you feel like you do and so there's always this um you know there's there's just you put judgment onto yourself and you compare right from the beginning yeah. and I think um you know it's you can get really caught in that mm -hmm. trap and even though you become aware of it like I'm very aware of the stuff in my life now but I have moments like that you know that I put this expectation on myself yeah. and I think why like it's mm -hmm. just if it yeah. doesn't serve you then yep. take a look at it you can change yep. things take a look at it it's not working what do you need to do Mm -hmm. to make a change and you know how is that going to better serve you yep and on that note because i actually like that one just look at it and see how you can change things so that it better serves you shall we um wrap it up a little i think we've been talking for a good 20 minutes now oh gosh yes so, yeah yeah <laughs> <All right. laughs> which has been really nice I get carried away. I get excited. It's no, good. It's just good because that makes these conversations so much more fun when it's fun and enjoyable and we get carried away. So it was a really good, I really enjoyed talking about what you do. And I hope it will help those who are watching it. Thank you. And um, if, um, are there ways that people can contact you after yes. watching this? Yes. So, um, 
I have a website, which is dmaisy.com. So D-E-E-M-A-I-S-E-Y.com. I'll put it with the, uh, the, um, the text. Lovely. Oh. And um, I'm on Instagram. That's where I'm sort of most active, mm -hmm. which is D underscore Maisie underscore coach. So I'm on there as well. Mm -hmm. okay. And Any I also is? have a Facebook group, actually. I have a Facebook group called Mums Who Thrive. I'll put that in yeah. the uh, in the text with you. Awesome. Right. Then thank you. thank you very much for joining me today. Lovely and to be here. Right. Until some other time. Right. Bye everyone. <laughs>